This is KF4VT. Welcome back. Today we have another message from Brother David Keene, pastor of Clarkson Baptist Church. That was a beautiful song right there. That was uh, beautiful. But also the song it has a great meaning and some of you can relate to that and I hope that's your prayer to heal this wound but leave the scar and we're talking about the scar not a not a coincidence by no means that we're talking about the scar I want to read in scripture here I want to read something in here and it's not on the list of what to play on the video but I want us to read in Isaiah 53 you would, Isaiah 53, I'd like to read a few verses. They kind of talk about the scar. In verse 4, it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. Chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to slaughter and as a sheep before it shears its silent. So he opened not his mouth. It describes what Jesus did for us and the scars that he had and the wounds that he took because of you and because of me and because of all mankind and because of our sin going to talk about today about the scar. How many of you have scars? Physical, emotional, all that. We have some scars. You know, I, I'll talk to you about some of the scars I got. I got little scars here and there, you know, and it's usually from things not doing real smart sometimes. Uh, I don't know if you know about a grinder, you know, uh, uh, but they make a grinder, you put an end on it, it's cone shape, and you water out some. You know, the good idea, I had some little hose clamps one time, I was cleaning out the side, making it bigger where I could bolt it on one of these tailor machines. And I was, I said, you know, instead of going all the way across there to put it in the vise, I'll just hold it in my hand, drill it out there, work it out. Well, that didn't work so good. It caught, flipped around, and blood was coming through my thumb and everything else, just going crazy. We do some stupid things and we, sometimes there's wounds and sometimes a scar and I can just barely see the scar there that's been uh, 20 something years ago. I remember one other time I was sitting up when I was young and uh, uh, Matthew, I was working at Pete and Wiggly in a different place, uh, Louisville, and I was, man, I, I'd been cutting with this box cutter, real, you know, just cutting off, and you know, it's about time for a new one. Them new ones can do some damage. I cut through a box, man, it flew through there, flew through an apron, flew through denim, skin, flesh, and everything. Had a big old gap on my 
not by the knee. We have scars. And it caused that. The scars still there. We all have some scars. And our Jesus has some scars because of you and because of me. We all have some scars. We all have some wounds from the past and from the things. And like the song was saying, Lord, we want you to heal the wound. And sometimes we know that sometimes that wound has to be opened up again. That scar has to be opened up again, doesn't it, Cindy? <laughs> I mean, you, you go through, well, we've got to open that up again. But we want God to heal this wound in us, whether it's physically or emotionally or spiritually or any other way. We've got some wounds and we've got some scars and we've got some things going on in our life. And we need God to heal the wound. You've got to let Him heal the wound as we know about surgeries. I have been to a lot of surgeries. It can be gallbladders, knees, shoulders, uh, spine. It can be hearts, anything. We know something about surgery. i tell you what I have found about surgery. I haven't had any. I don't want any. I probably will have some. I don't want them. And that's fun. I, I can see from watching other people. But I want to tell you something I find out about surgeries. That it seems like we go in there walking and we come out there in a chair. We leave in a chair. We don't look better when we get out of surgery. We don't feel better when we get out of surgery. The wound, they have to make a wound bigger to heal and then let it heal on its own. Let God do His healing. Sometimes right after the surgery or sometimes after the thing. And that's the way it is with God. Sometimes He has to take us through some things so we can be healed. The scar will still be there. The scar may be look like a, a tombstone of a dear loved one. The scar may look like a divorce certificate. The scar may look like something else. A broken heart to you. But we need God to do some healing. And I want to talk to you about some things today. I want to read some scriptures and just talk about some things. And I didn't know any better way to put this is, is to start this off as this. It is in 1 John. I want to talk about the stupid things I've done. But in 1 John, I'd like to look at this, this verse of scripture. And it's a verse watch. Well, Chapter 1, verse 8 and 10. The stupid things I've done. Now I want to tell you, before I go to that, I want to, before we read the scripture, I want to tell you about the title there using the word stupid. It's maybe the lack of intelligence of things that I've done. You know, if we run away from God, it's stupid. If we rebel against God, it's stupid. If we don't listen to the voice of God, it's stupid. Because He wants the best for us. Because He loves you. He cherishes you. He adores you. God loves you. No matter what's happened to you, He loves you. And if we, listen, if we rebel against Him, we're doing some stupid things. I want to read this verse of Scripture in 1 John 1, 8-10. It says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. 
If we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His, and his Word is not in us. His Word capitalized there, which means Jesus is not in us. The stupid things we've done, we've all messed up, folks. We have all messed up. We have all wounded ourselves. We have all had some self-inflicted wounds. And some of this may be in our families. Some of it may be in our marriages. Some of it may be in relationships. That we have done some stupid things. We have messed up big time. We have made some mistakes. We have done some things and plain out just been rebellious to God. We have made some mistakes. We can't say that we haven't sinned because if you say you haven't sinned, I haven't made that mistake, I haven't erred, I haven't rebelled against God, you're calling God a liar and Jesus is not in you. We've all sinned. We've all messed up. We've all done some stupid things. When we lust, even when we worry, we don't even like to call that one sin. Well, that's, our, that's our mom and dad thing to do. That's our adult thing to do. As we get older, we're supposed to work. It's a sin when we're not trusting God with something. Oh yes, we can be concerned, but when we take it to worry, and that's all we think about, we worry, then we're sinning against God. It's some stupid things we do. We make mistakes. Adultery is committed. When anger takes over, folks, if you've got a problem with anger, you need to give it to God today. Because that anger hurts you. It hurts a family. It hurts a marriage. You need to let go of that and give it to God. Because it's hurting more than you. It's hurting some folks. That adultery, you know how that hurts. It hurts a marriage. It kills a marriage. It kills a family. He kills the future of the family. We've all messed up. We've all done some stupid things. We got some wounds. And we got some scars. There is one that can heal them all. His name is Jesus. He knows about scars. He knows about wounds. There's somebody that wants to heal your wounds. But he's probably going to leave the scars. When that anger takes over. When we're full, we're not fully trusting God in something. I've got this. I've got it all. I can take care of it. I'll call on you, God, when I need you. Well, I want to tell you, you need Him today. You need Him tomorrow. You needed Him yesterday. You need Him always. you got to fully trust in Him the whole day long. In everything you do and everything you say, you've got to fully trust God. And when we're not, we're being disobedient to Him. The stupid things I've done, we all have regrets. And it's some things that we have done. Some stupid things we have done. We talked about this earlier in the Sunday school class. In the young adults, we talked about marriage. 
some things we've done stupid. If we're all honest, we made some mistakes in that area. Marriage and relationships. We've messed up. We talked about Adam and Eve and how they blamed each other. Uh, Eve blamed the serpent. Adam blamed Eve. And Adam also blamed God. But we need to come clean with ourselves. We have messed up. And the only way you're going to really have them wounds healed is give them to God and to be honest with God and be honest with yourself. God already knows you're wounded. And the healing comes from Him. But I want us to look a little bit in a different story in here. And I want you to turn to uh, Genesis 50. If you'll turn to Genesis 50, I'd like to look at that. I want to read one verse one verse in verse 20. In Genesis 50, 20, it says this, this. But as for you, you meant evil, evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Now I want to tell you where that comes from. If you're not familiar, there's a story of Joseph. The story of Joseph is this. In, in a nutshell, Joseph, in, in the Old Testament, he was one and his daddy loved him. He was a favorite. He was the one that got uh, the coat of many colors. And I want to tell you something about Joseph. He was also a little arrogant there. And he bragged to his brothers, and his brothers didn't like that. And the brothers wanted to kill him, but they decided, wait a minute. Somebody spoke up and said, let's don't kill him. Let's sell him. Let's make a little profit. Let's don't kill him. And let's say a lion got him. Let's put some blood on his coat of many colors and carry it back to Dad. And yes, they meant harm to him. They sold him for slavery. And he went into slavery. You know the story. It was ups and downs. But we find out in Joseph's life, in all the ups and downs, just like your life and my life, all the ups and downs, but I hope yours is like this. It says in there, but the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was not fooled by what anything happened to Joseph because everything that happened to Joseph was allowed. And I want to talk about the stupid things that others have done. The stupid things others have done. Some of you Some of you, others have hurt you. Whether it be physically, emotionally, maybe it was in your childhood, maybe it was in a marriage, maybe they have hurt you, and someone has hurt you in a, a bad way. And the wounds are real. And even us mentioning that, it seems like the wounds bust open again. But we need God to heal them wounds where we can go on a little past that. That the scars are still there. And maybe the scars are just the only things showing. And there's a reason for that. Like in the story of Joseph. In the story of Joseph, in that verse that we just read, Joseph was addressing his brothers as it's all coming together. And he could have had them all killed because he was promoted in 
into a place of honor and authority. And he could have had his, all his brothers killed, but he said, Oh, you meant it for harm, but God meant it for good. The things that somebody meant for harm for you, God meant it for good. And you said, Oh no, it couldn't have been good. It was hard to go through. It was hard for Joseph too. It was hard to be rejected by his family. It was hard to be beat up soul and give away and not seeing daddy all these years. God allows things to happen for a much bigger purpose. And you think, what is it? What is it? I don't know, but God does. There is a reason for your wounds. There's a reason for that scar. There's a reason you can show what happened to you. So it would make a difference in somebody else. Your scars are going to help somebody else if you allow God to do that. Somebody's going to need to see your scars. They're going to need to hear the story how you were wounded to make a difference in them. Somebody's going to need to hear that just like somebody needed Joseph to go through what he went through. Oh, you meant it for harm, but God meant it for good. God had a bigger purpose for this. The story of Joseph and God's plan was clear. The story of you and God's plan may not be so clear to you right now. But there's a message today that God wants to use you. Your wounds, there are a reason for them. He said, man, it hurts too much. It can't be good. It still hurts. Maybe that wound is not healed yet. And maybe we need to go to Him and say, heal these wounds, but leave the scar I want to be reminded of just how merciful you are. And when you look at that scar in your life, when you look at that scar, and when I look at the scars in my life, I'm reminded of how merciful God is and how He uses my scars and your scars and them old wounds and them healed wounds. He uses them for a purpose. He's not through with you yet. Some of us in here need the healing. Some of us just need to be reminded of the scars and to look back at that scar. And some of us need to be using that scar and them old wounds and that new healing to make a difference in somebody else's life. I've told you before, I wake up sometimes and just pray, God, use me today somehow, some form or fashion. I don't have to know, but just use me somehow. And I believe He answers that prayer. We all need to be praying that, even with our wounds and our scars. Pray the same thing. But I want us to look a little bit further at something else in John chapter 20. In John chapter 20, it's a place and time. And I'd like to read some verses here in John chapter 20. And in this time, what happens here is 
if this is when uh, we know what happened to you here is when Jesus is resurrected and he does have scars and he shows his disciples and he shows them what's happened. I want to read this to you. In verse 19 and 20 of chapter 20. Then the same day and evening being the first day of the week when the doors were shut, when the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When we had said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. He showed his scars. He said, Look here, it happened. I am really him. Look here. And they were glad when they saw that it was him. They saw the scars. They knew what he had been through. It was Jesus. He made it through the wounds. He survived. He died and then he was risen again. He made it through the wounds. And now he just showed the scars of what happened to him. I want to read a little bit further. John chapter 20 verse 24 and 25 and now Thomas called the twin one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came the other disciples therefore said to him we have seen the Lord so he said to them unless I see in his hands the print of nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put in the hand into his side I will not believe now I want to tell you, we, bat, we kind of beat up old Dalton Thomas. We beat him up sometimes because he didn't believe. We want to call old Dalton Thomas. He just didn't believe. Why didn't he believe? He's like the rest of us. We want to see what God's done. We want to see the healing. We want to see it. If we're honest, that's what we want. I want God. We call on him all the time. We say, God, I need to see a sign. I need to see something in my life. I need my heart to be moved. I need something happening in my family, my relationship with my husband or my wife. I need something. I need to see a sign. That's just like Thomas. He needed to see something. He needed to see and he needed to touch the scar. He needed to see where the wound was. I want to read the verse, the next verse, down to 27, 20, 28 there. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here, look at my hands, and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. We just need touch that. I want to talk about just real quickly the stupid things we all have done. We all have done just like Thomas and doubted what God can do. We've all messed up and we've all sinned. We've all messed up. We all have regrets. We've all rebelled. We've all ran away or walked away or slipped away from God. We've all done that. Don't you lie. You can lie to me and I'll believe you. But God already knows we all have. We all have done. 
The scars that Jesus had was because of you and because of me and because of all mankind. The scars were there for a reason. He could have called 10,000 angels any time. Come get me. I'm through. Because the will, but because the will of his father was to pay the price, he did that. He took the beatings. He took the lashes. He took the spitting on because of you and me and all mankind. Because of his love and his mercy and his grace. He did that all for them scars that he showed his disciples. And one day we'll see the actual scars, I believe. He did it all for us. But the stupid things we have done is we rebelled against Him and we worry too much. And we live like there is no God. And we do things on our own. We make some more money and plan to make some more money and plan to do this and plan to do that. We got all kinds of plans and we got plans that God ain't involved in. And we forget about His scars. We forget about the scars he has on his hands and we forget about the scars in his side. We forget about them. Maybe we need to look at his scars and maybe we need to remember his scars and look at his scars and we'll remember how merciful he is. There's a reason for the scars. It's to show us each and every one of us how merciful, how loving, how gracious He is. We don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. Your beautiful grandchildren don't deserve it. Your dear grandmother does not deserve it. But I want to tell you, God loves us all. And He did it all for us. That one sin we committed makes us unworthy. All have sin and come short of the glory of God. But He loves us. But the grace of God is that He paid the price. Scars are for a reason. Yours, His, and all humanities, there's a reason. To be reminded of how merciful He is. We think about these and we ask the thing, Brother David, you don't understand. You don't understand the wounds. You don't understand the scars I've got. You're right, I don't. But there's a loving God in heaven. And there's a Jesus that died on the cross that understands every bit of it. The wounds that you have gone through, the scars that you show, there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. And you better know what they are. They show the healing power of Jesus, the scars do. They show the healing power of Jesus. That all you got now, some of you is all you got. Somebody's got the wound that's fresh. And you just need God to heal that. Maybe today's the day since I need you to pray. I, I, Lord, I need you to be there. I need you to uh, be there. I need you to heal the wound. Some of you that place, some of you have passed that. The wounds are there. But you look at the scars. You're reminded of the scars and you look at them. There's a reason for there to show that God healed this. He healed it in a way that you didn't understand. 
We've been through some things and we've been beat up in our family and God showed us some healing power through other people. Thank you, Lord. He shows it through a loving people that are still... They've got scars too. They've got scars too. We've all got scars. We need to all join together. Look at each other's scars. Talk about the healing mercy of God. The healing power of God. There's another reason. is to keep us from doing the same thing again. I gotta look at that. I gotta look at this thumb every once in a while. I gotta remember not to grab and do the grinder wrong. Let's use the vice. You gotta do it, learn to do that. I hope we learn from our mistakes. Sometimes we don't, but the scar is there for a reason. So you don't do it again. Because your children are watching you, your brother and sister are watching you, your husband or your wife or your friends. Your people that you work with, the people you go to school with, they're watching you, seeing if you make that same mistake again. There's another reason. That scar draws us nearer to God. The scars of my life draw me nearer to God. I want to tell you, God cannot teach you much, or will not teach you much when everything's going good. I mean, it is prosperous and things. And I, I want you to look at our country for a little bit, would you? God's not teaching us in the last few years, but we have prospered. Everybody that wants something gets something. Kids have a cell phone, a thousand dollar cell phone in their hand, and they'll throw it on the ground. And then when it busts, they'll go get another one. It, it, uh, they'll get another one, or get another screen or something. It's two hundred dollars. Hey, we have prospered like crazy. God can't tell you nothing when you do it. He's not telling you nothing. But I want to tell you, through the wounds and the scars, sometimes God has to get us our attention. And we look at the scar, and it draws us nearer to God. We look at the scar, and we think about, man, my heart's broken. My heart was broken then. I didn't know how I could make it to the next day. But somehow, God picked me up, Heal me, and there's a lot of healing that needs to be done. But he picked me up and put me back on the path, put me on a solid rock, and he led me and held me and carried me. Anything I needed, he was there for me. He needed that. He was there for everything I needed. He was the healer. I can look at my scar and be reminded I just need to draw nearer to God. There's the last reason the scars there. I want you to remember this one. It's big. That scar, that wound that you went through, is to allow you to help others. We had somebody talking to the school this morning and said to be honest with even your children the mistakes you made. You'd like for them not to be wounded. Oh, you'd like to have the pretty picture of everything going just everything fine for your kids. Let me let me give you a shock report. It's probably not going to happen that way. And for some of you know already that it didn't go like that way. 
But you need to, because of the scars that you have, because of the wounds you have, you need to know that there's a reason for it. So you can show others, hey, here's the scar. Here's the scar in this broken heart. Let me take you to the tombstone. I'll show you my scar. Let me tell you, show you a broken family. Let me show you the scar. There's a reason for that. God allowed us to go through there. He didn't cause it. He allowed it. Some things. There's a reason. So you'll have a story to share. And you can make a difference in somebody else. You can speak to someone that I can't. And I can speak to someone that maybe you can't. We all have scars. They're there for a reason. I hope it's there just to see what God did. Look at the scar of what God did. He healed. The wound's not there anymore. He healed. He healed. It's to remind us that everyone has scars. We have scars from stupid things we've done. We've had some scars from some stupid things that others have done to us. We've had scars from every, any other way. But I want to tell you something else about our scars. You have scars. I have scars. All mankind has scars. But let me tell you not to forget. Jesus has scars. And His scars are for you. For me. And all mankind. Maybe today... And wounds are fresh, you need healing. Maybe today, the scars are just a reminder how God, good God is to you. Maybe God is calling you just to be thankful. Maybe God is calling you just to be healed. Maybe God is calling you to pray for somebody else. Who can I help today? Because I don't want them to go through what I have. And I want them to be know that God heals. And they're just scars one day. No matter what God is calling you to do, no matter what God is speaking to you, I ask you to listen to Him today. Listen to Him as He speaks to you. That's all You can find more of David King's messages on a Clarkson Baptist Church Facebook page or YouTube channel.